Who has experimented with food sex? I know that I definitely have back in 2001, which is many, many years ago now. Um, I went to a property about an hour and a half, two hours out of Melbourne. And when I arrived at the farm and I was unpacking my suitcase, I realized that I had left my sex toys and sex accessories at home. And I was not very happy about that at all because I basically take my sex toys everywhere. I mean, uh, you know, the little clitoral bullet vibrators, I take one of them wherever I go. Uh, they fit into a jean pocket or slacks. They fit into your coat pocket. They fit into a coin purse. They fit into a handbag or a gym bag. Um, I am always carrying one because you never know when a lustful moment is going to visit you. For me, it happens often. <laughs> and uh, I even used to take my clitoral vibrator to the gym. And at the time, it was owned by this sexy, sexy man. He had a very hot body and a very hot face and a very sexy persona. And I used to uh, perv on him while I ran on the treadmill and I used to think of all the things I'd like to do to his cock and and I used to think he's probably gay because he's too perfect and it turned out he wasn't gay at all but he was married and his wife also worked at that gym and she was really lovely but that doesn't mean that you cannot fantasize about people that are taken because fantasies are fiction. No one can see our fantasies. So I used to get off the treadmill all sweaty and I used to walk into the bathroom, which had showers and toilets, and I had a dry sauna. I love dry saunas. And I used to go in there with my bullet vibrator and I used to fantasize about him fucking me senseless. I used to orgasm. Then I used to have a shower, get dressed, pack up my gym bag and walk past the desk which was up the other end of the gym where him and his missus were standing and dealing with customers and I used to say bye and they used to both go bye and smile at me and wish me a good night or day and I used to look at his wife and she was so sweet too and I used to look at her as she was smiling at me and think if she knew what I had just done in the sauna and the thoughts that I'd had about her darling husband I don't think she would be very impressed. But back to the food sex story. So I'm at this farm, I've opened my suitcase and there are no sex toys, no bullet vibrator, no dildos, no nothing. And I'm just like, ah, fuck. And the guy that I had met up there, he had taken the car. I don't know if he'd gone to the pub or to work or whatever, but I was in the farmhouse by myself and I was so fucking horny. And clitoral, um, you know, clitoral masturbation is fun but I always use a vibrator or a dildo to jackhammer myself and get all the tension and, and the tingles out. Like it really just 
you know, gets it all out of the system. So I was looking around for something to fuck myself with. And then I saw all these vegetables he had bought and he had purchased potatoes because we were going to have a potato salad with fish or steak or something that particular week that I was staying there. And I don't know if you've ever noticed how food in the city and food in the country is very, very different. Um, For example, muffins, uh, you know, sweet muffins like blueberry muffins or chopped chip muffins or raspberry muffins. Have you ever noticed the ones that you get in shopping centers or bakeries in the city? They're really small um, and they probably use jam or something to, to sweeten them. Whereas you go out into the country and they're big motherfuckers. They're like three times the size. The berries in them are huge and they're juicy. Well, the vegetables in the country towns in Australia, they're also big motherfuckers and bigger than the ones that you get in the city, uh, probably because they're you know, grown, grown naturally. Um, and they are just fucking huge. And this potato, it remains to this day, the biggest spud I have ever seen. It was glorious. It was huge. And I just thought, I know what the fuck I'm going to do with that. I'm going to grab a peeler and I'm going to grab a knife and I am going to sculpt the perfect cock. So that's what I did. I sat on this tall chair in the kitchen. I grabbed the peeler. I grabbed the knife and it was beautiful because the sun was pouring through the window and it was like a a really meditative experience because I wasn't rushing it. I was in no rush. I was horny, but I I just sat on the chair and slowly peeled it and and then sculpted it. And I kid you not, at the end, when I was finished, it looked like the perfect cock and it was thick too. So when I put it in my pussy, it felt really full, you know, really yum. And oh my gosh, it did the fucking job. It did the job as good as any dildo or vibrator ever had prior. I only used it once, but my goodness, I still think about that potato. We we had a small love affair for about 10 minutes. It fucking was awesome. So regarding food sex, whenever I think of food sex, I do think of that memory. But there are other memories that I have, like I've, I've licked and sucked uh, whipped cream off a cock before. Um, I have used Baileys, like the alcohol. I've used all different alcohols. That can be fun, licking them off different body parts or having them licked off you. And then there's the chocolate sauce that you can get from adult franchises and and uh, sex stores. There's strawberries, there's ice, and then there's ginger, which I've spoken about previously on other episodes. Uh, if you're using those heated clitoral oils and paying 40 bucks for them. You don't have to do that. Just buy a ginger from the shop, a couple of bucks, and just slice a little piece of ginger and it will do exactly the same thing. I've also used chili. I don't advise that, but I enjoyed it. It's a little bit more hardcore. It's very fucking hot, but I've got a high pain threshold, <laughs> um, but it, it, it will sting. You have to be very brave, but if you're 
I have done it. I don't advise it to anyone else. Um, and I'm just trying to think what else. Oh, and I think I've also used a Oriental, uh, not Oriental, not Oriental, Continental cucumber because they're fucking so long, aren't they? So that's the way that I have experimented with food sex, but I think food sex can be very good uh, for women who are self-pleasuring, particularly if you've left your toys at home like I fucking had, but it can also be fun to explore with uh, creams and alcohols and different liquids and ice and all this good stuff uh, during sex with a partner. Um, it can add a little bit of spice to the relationship and it can add a little bit of um, um, fun and, and uh, experimentation to the sex with a partner. So yeah, food sex. And now that I'm talking about it, like I feel really horny just talking about it. It's not something that you would think would turn you on, but it kind of does turn me on. Actually, it's that spud, that giant fucking spud that is turning me on. So I am going to be going out and getting myself some fucking food sex this month. Let me tell you, I hope that I've inspired you and you want to go out and get some uh, food sex. And if you do, it is really, really amazing. Or if you decide to do it during self-pleasure, um, I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I will speak to you again soon. Bye. <laughs>